Welcome back to the podcast called The Meta Shift. In this podcast, I'll be exploring uh, what I think will be the shift in reality resulting that will result from the coming together of our reality with the virtual realities we're creating and coming together with spirituality as it becomes more well-known as traditions uh, start to expand and uh, realize uh, how similar they are, even while being different in their beliefs and in what their end goals are. I think that we're coming to a major paradigm shift on just a multitude of fronts, uh, government, uh, economy, spirituality, science, technology, uh, so many topics like the world is just speeding up at a prodigious rate and everything is starting to uh, come to the surface that needs to be resolved and it's not just one thing it's just everything connected together and this podcast is going to aim to uh, discuss some of that but you know it's a pretty uh, pretty broad broad thing that uh, is coming into play here I think So let's get uh, into something that I've been thinking about tonight uh, in particular. And it's this intuition I have that virtual, the virtual universe that we are creating with all of its possible worlds and uh, worlds that we imagine and then bring into being and create, it's that those worlds will eventually be uh, livable within And I think the technology is uh, most likely possible that we could uh, transfer our minds into there in some form or another. Uh, I guess it'll start off basic with us just engaging with the game on a deeper level. And then maybe some technology will come out that will accelerate VR further in terms of visual fidelity, audio, etc., and just general immersion. And maybe, you know, eventually we will come around to the idea of uh, some sort of device that can maybe transfer our mind into a game for a certain period of time and have it be indistinguishable from reality. And that's the the ultimate vision, I think, for people enthusiastic enthusiastic about virtual reality and the metaverse. I mean, that's the dream scenario. No one knows if it's possible. But And I think there are a lot of concerns with uh, putting chips in your head and stuff like that. But I think, I think if there was such a technology that was starting to make a way in that regard, I think the first generation might be invasive. Or even if it's non-invasive, it's still like going uh, into your head or near your head and that can make people nervous. But I think eventually there will be some sort of technology that will just go past that and make uh, a lot of people willing to... Uh, jump in and get on board with that technology and uh, it'll probably be I hope it's not just a monopoly of one big company with it as it is in a lot of the you know books read dystopian novels and I think it'll be a open metaverse uh, with a lot of different DAOs interconnected amongst each other and everything will be equitable I think it'll be a, what is it? We can imagine a lot of different potential 
worlds or potential ways in which the world goes and potential ways in which the virtual worlds we're creating goes and the physical world uh, we're living within goes in regards to climate change and in regards to uh, space exploration. I think there are a lot of potential worlds, uh, both good and both bad, both really good and both really bad, and I think that it will fall somewhere uh, close to the middle, but I think leaning towards the good side. So, <laughs> And ideally, it'll slowly uh, go up the spectrum uh, towards... And it also depends on your version of good, right? One person's version of good, of good is not another person's version of good. Um, I think my definition for this podcast would be something that allows uh, equal opportunity and freedom. Something that is connecting people together rather than separating them, um, rather than dividing them, rather than causing aggression, anger. It causes uh, love, compassion, and cooperation. You know, that's my definition of good, is leaning towards that end of the love, compassion, cooperation spectrum, and all that that entails, the light side, so to speak. But anyways, so going deeper into the philosophy, I think that just tag along with me, even if you're the biggest skeptic in the world, that this reality uh, could come about in which virtual reality is indistinguishable from our physical one, and that our mind can still accomplish many tasks within that reality, and even do things that are against the laws of our physics, maybe within our physical reality. So we can imagine worlds uh, with differing laws of physics that allow for magic or something, just so you know, people can jump into that new reality and live within it and have fun within it. I think that would be a cool uh, thing, even though it's not realistic. I think it's very fun for the individual. But then I think uh, going deeper than fun, there's going to be uh, a deep curiosity that's going to be uh, satiated, I think, in that there's a lot of people with a a deep quest for knowledge, a deep quest for wisdom, a deep quest for universal laws and uh, why reality is structured in the way it is and what we can potentially turn reality into, what's the potential of humanity, uh, where are we going as a species. Uh, all the future-minded questions, I think, could be um, explored in a new way, maybe, within the metaverse. Um, and there's this tweet I sent out today where I said that the virtual exists in between the physical and energetic realms of existence. Um, there's this Taoist uh, perspective of reality, and you don't have to believe in this. This is just one tradition's perspective, and there are a lot of traditions that believe slightly different things. Maybe they believe in something very similar or the same, just explained in a different way, but I'm just explaining this tradition's view in order to uh, explain my philosophy and how this relates to metaverse in a cool, unique way. So the Taoist philosophy of reality is that man exists between heaven and earth, and heaven is essentially... Uh, energy. It's chi, as they call it. And so, going into the Taoist creation uh, model a little bit, just to give you some background, is that they say that wuji is infinite potential. It's represented by a circle. So wuji is infinite potential, all that reality could possibly be. And it is stirred into movement by something, and they don't know what. They put no name attached to it. 
I think it's that the Tao exists above Wuji, and they don't um, they don't guess about there being a creator or not. They just kind of leave it up in the air, and they say that Wuji, which is infinite potential, is stirred into movement, which is Taiji. So Taiji is the stirring of the movement of the infinite potential. And when this infinite potential is stirred, then chi, energy, is created, splits into two. So yin and yang chi, it splits into two. Um, and there's a lot of uh, depth you can go into with yin and yang. But then the idea is um, the interaction between yin and yang actually creates chi. So there's some sort of energetic spark um, that results from Wuji being stirred into movement that results in yin and yang splitting. But they say that when yin and yang um, start to... Uh, they're like two diametric poles, like a battery, like positive and negative. And when they start going against each other, there's like a force that is generated between the, ch between the two. And this is chi. And so the one splits into two. The two generates a force in between, so it goes to three. And then the chi going between the positive and negative poles then generates the four, to dr four cardinal directions, north, east, south, and west. And then as the chi moves between these four directions, it creates the five elements, which are wood, metal, fire, and water water, and earth. I forgot one there. Because I was confusing the four elements with the five elements. So there are a lot of different traditions who uh, use different names uh, for the same, or for the elements, and they ascribe slightly different properties to them depending on their philosophies. But wood, earth, metal, fire, and water are the five elements in Taoist philosophy. So Wuji is starting to movement by Taiji, and then this splits into yin and yang, generates chi in between it, so one to two to three, and then this interaction between yin, yang, and the chi generated between it generates the four directions within chi with which chi can move within these four directions. And chi moving within the four directions then creates the five elements that I just named. And then the chi... Um, as it goes through these five elements, uh, it then creates uh, the realm of manifestation. So this is the creation process, is that this whole energetic um, process is gone through, resulting in physical reality being created, our physical universe. So the energetic creates the physical, and then the things that exist within the physical uh, life is man, Man exists between the heaven, the energetic realms, and earth, which is the physical realm of manifestation. So life exists between these two, more specifically humanity. And they just say humanity, but I'm sure there's, there's most likely alien life out somewhere in the universe, right? So I think it's all uh, sentient and sentient life, as well as uh, life with cognition, uh, life that is able to think for themselves and has self-awareness. This is what is represented by man that exists between 
heaven and earth, the spiritual and physical, as I like to rename them. And my whole philosophy, my whole idea is that we as humans, we as cog, uh, cognitive beings, rational beings, we are able to think for ourselves and we are able to understand the laws of reality um, and then we are able to impact reality and change reality according to our vision for the future. So this means that our creations like the computer, like the internet, are creations of the mind and creations that have impacted reality on a very broad scale and a very direct scale. So they've things created with the man zone are impacting the physical world. And also, <laughs> they're impacting the ways in which spiritual knowledge is spread. And I believe they may also be impacting the spiritual realm as well. Although I'm not, you know, the most uh, well-versed in the spiritual. I am just a lowly beginner who is just starting off in the spiritual path and learning about things and connecting ideas together. But these are just my ideas, and if they resonate with you, then feel free to listen. So, my thinking is that the virtual world that we're creating, it exists naturally in that man zone, you know? Because we're creating uh, possible worlds, which in my last podcast episode, I renamed video games as possible worlds because I think video games are going to steadily evolve to the point where they're not uh, just games, really. Uh, but they're open worlds, maybe, and they're possible universes and worlds that someone, some team or some person is imagining and then creating through all the technology that we currently have at our disposal. It's, it's very much similar to magic. Like, technology is our magic, essentially. And so when I say these possible worlds, they're really... Um, modern day games that we're currently playing that are going to become more and more immersive until they become worlds in their own right. So worlds that we create automatically are placed within the man zone between heaven and earth because our human mind or our mind aided with artificial intelligence at this point, mind in general and cognition in general and imagination and creativity are creating possible worlds that exist between the energetic realms and the physical realms. So assuming that this is the case, <laughs> within the Taoist philosophy, the human body is a microcosm of the macrocosm. This means that everything within the universe or every component of the universe and every movement of the universe, every element of the universe, all the properties of the universe, the laws of the universe, are all contained with our body, within our body. So if we understand the laws of reality and the way in which chi flows, the way in which energy flows within physical reality, we can understand it within our own body and vice versa. So there are um, practices aimed at uh, working with these elements to refine our primordial spirit that 
we can only work with whilst we are within the physical realm is the idea of spiritual growth within these traditions. And there are many different branches and practices for this. But that's just within the Taoist tradition and their yogic traditions. There are Christian traditions. There are traditions of philosophy, traditions of ways of living, uh, all just to uh, act in the best interests of humanity, I would say. And you don't have to believe in God. You don't have to believe in any tradition in order to kind of explore this uh, philosophy with me that I'm proposing. This is just a model that I'm using because I, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. It resonates with me on a personal level, so I like to use it to explain things. And once I learn more about some other traditions, I'll start to uh, try to find some connections to those things, some analogies that to describe them without um, compromising the traditions themselves, if that makes sense. So the idea I'm getting towards is that we can uh, focus on spiritual growth within the virtual realms event like that are going to be created in the future. I think this is still a bit off, but I'm I always like to look towards the future, and I always look to uh, future-proof myself, future-proof my technology, you know, just in general. And I'm an investor as well, so I like to uh, look towards the future and imagine things that could potentially be, and try to align myself. Um, with something that is going to be for the betterment of myself and those close to me and potentially uh, a reality that is better for the world at large, our uh, earth and everything about that. But let me, let me gather my thoughts for a second and see where I want to take this. Okay, so this is a deep thought I, I had posted on my Twitter earlier. A day, idea I can come back to is that when we create a virtual reality, we're creating a reality, <clears throat> a reality within our physical reality. So it's uh, I like to uh, use this meta uh, language that I'm creating. Uh, it's It's got so many different meanings, the whole meta stuff, but... When you place meta in front of a word, um, like metacognition, for example, it's cognition of cognition, so thinking about your own thinking, taking a step back and observing your thinking, and then maybe subtly uh, trying to nudge yourself into a different way of thinking. That's like the whole concept behind mindfulness, right? It uses metacognition. And it's also the Greek uh, definition for meta, I believe, is beyond, so it could also be beyond cognition. Um, so if you take a higher perspective and step back, then maybe you're going beyond uh, cognition philosophically. But I like to um, use the uh, of uh, cognition of cognition part because it can be, there are a lot of words that you can use this for, right? Like um, your meta self, right? Maybe your, your sense of self, uh, yourself of yourself. What would that be, right? Just a thought. Um, but there are a lot of um, interesting terms that you can create with this. Where was I? Oh, yes. Meta-reality. So uh, reality of reality. I like to think of that as uh, a reality maybe higher than physical reality, right? But 
And then <laughs> this is what I'm saying. There's so many interpretations of the word. It's almost like you when you use a word and with dif- different tonal inflections, it creates different meanings. So the, another meaning would be that a meta-reality is a reality of reality in that it's a reality within reality. <laughs> right? So the virtual reality would be a reality that we have created within our physical reality. <laughs> and under that philosophy I just explained, physical reality is a reality within the, within the energetic reality, right? It was created by the energetic. It exists within the energetic because it was caused by the energetic. The virtual exists within the physical because it was caused by the physical. <laughs> and so, and then, once you get into the virtual worlds, people are going to start to expand on those worlds, maybe even build worlds within worlds, and then worlds within those worlds, within those worlds. And it's like a Russian nesting doll, right? You get this Russian nesting doll, and you take one uh, layer off, and there's another layer below, and it just keeps going and going and going. But anyways, so you can go, <laughs> you can go really deep with that concept of just attaching meta to words and stepping back, but also just thinking about that concept of our reality in that way. And thinking of uh, the metaverse and the virtual reality in that way is that it's a reality we're creating within our physical realm, the things we look at through our senses, the things we experience and take in through our senses called sense gates within Taoism. Um, so looking out at this world, it's, you know, it's more real than anything uh, we know of currently. Um, in the mundane world, and people consider this uh, real. (laughs) But I think virtual worlds aren't not real, Um, and I think they're going to be started to consider as additions to reality, which I touched on last episode. And the point being, essentially, is that it's not just spirituality going beyond that. That's just a um, interest of mine currently in a phase that I'm going through. But also, it's the metaverse provides an opportunity for systems uh, in general to be explored in a new way and an outside of the box way. <laughs> Yep, that has a double meaning too. Outside of the box, (laughs) in that it's outside of our regular physical reality. (laughs) So, it's a way for us to explore and connect systems of thinking and current systems of reality like uh, government and economy and education and spirituality. All those systems are going to be looked at and um, maybe redesigned or tinkered with, and maybe something better will emerge from all of these uh, virtual worlds that we're creating. But going into the spiritual uh, part of what's going to be changed, personally, I think that all the traditions are going to start to be Interoperable, I think that's how you pronounce that. I'm not sure. But that is a term from um, technology, the crypto world, the blockchain world, essentially meaning that things can work together 
and mesh together and integrate together. And uh, one doesn't have to be a top dog that rules over them all. So, um, for example, <laughs> I know there have been a lot of uh, wars over spirituality. Um, and I'm, that's why I'm not coming on here to try to convert anyone to any particular spirituality. And I don't believe that any particular spirituality is uh, any better than another, quite honestly. Um, I think that there are differing views um, you know, you could go into maybe they're like cults where they kill people and stuff and or Satanism, I don't know. But, uh, you know, I don't gr agree with anything that goes against my morals, but I do respect all traditions and all philosophies and I'm, look, I'm willing to look deeper than the surface on every single one of them. And maybe I attach a little bit more uh, credence and a little bit more respect to certain ones, but it's not that they're more true, it's that I just tend to like them a tad more. I have a bit of favoritism because I'm human and I'm not perfect. And I have a favoritism for uh, the Taoist philosophy. I feel like they were very uh, pragmatic people. Uh, but they're, that's also a philosophy that I've uh, recently um, taken a liking to and also just explored in depth more than the others. So I just have the most understanding with that one. So, like I said, this is a podcast where we keep an open mind to everything. And I don't want you to get the idea that I'm just attaching to one, sp one particular uh, path. <laughs> and that's why I like to think of it as, uh, you know, my spiritual side of this podcast is going to be like the meta pathway. It's the, the pathway of pathways, the pathway exploring all pathways, right? So that's my idea for this whole thing. And the idea with the metaverse is the way I'm connecting the metaverse to this meta path within uh, this whole idea that we're going through a meta shift. <laughs> There's a lot of metas in here. I hope you don't get too tired of that term. Uh, is that we're going to be able to spiritually grow within these possible worlds. We're going to be able to jump into new realms of reality that we couldn't have even previously imagined uh, at this current point. Well, some people are imagining them, but you know, you know what I mean. Like we couldn't imagine uh, every aspect of how the TV, radio, the internet was going to change reality. I think there were thinkers and philosophers that were trying to be at the forefront of that. And most likely there were a lot of good ideas and a lot of good predictions for how things were going to go. Um, and I'm trying to uh, emulate that a bit and be a thinker that tries to be on the forefront of the future. Especially in terms of spirituality because it's something I cl hold close to me. And the idea is that spirit can be worked with within the metaverse. Our minds can be worked with within the metaverse. Our systems can be worked in within the metaverse. Our education can be worked with within the, worked with within the metaverse. Um, our communities, how we interact with one another, how we work with one another, how we employ one another, how we uh, have a relationship with artificial intelligence will change and then there's augmented reality which is even diff <laughs> which is projecting the virtual back onto the physical uh, 
So we're creating possible worlds in which we're going to jump into spheres of reality different than the current one we are within. And, but then we're also going to start to reflect uh, our imagination and creativity back onto the world for different uses. And this could be used to track progress, used to um, <laughs> do all sorts of things. It's going to be just wild how big of an impact virtual augmented reality um, how big of an impact they will cause like a meteor crashing into a planet and then causing it to become the earth we live on today uh, you know <laughs> hopefully not that dramatic and destructive hopefully more of a uh, creative line, line of thought crea creation rather than destruction I don't know I think I've explored this uh, concept and reiterated what I wanted to get across um you know, sometimes I think it's going to be uh, more of a challenge or more of a long-winded explanation to get the point across. But I don't know. I think it was... I think you get the idea, and I think that's <laughs> the farthest my mind is going to take me tonight. Uh, I think I stumbled around for a bit, reiterated and repeated myself a few times. But I, th I think I was trying to get the point across, and I hope you guys um, caught on to the theme that I am... Uh, working towards or that I'm describing and maybe you see something there maybe you don't maybe you think I'm wrong you know this podcast is just one guy's opinion so take what I say with a grain of salt um, but yeah I'm gonna try to keep this at the 30 minute mark this has been my second episode and I hope you've enjoyed and now see the connection between the metaverse the virtual world uh, see that connection between the physical and spiritual that I'm gonna try to uh, draw upon and elaborate on and try to see the branches from the main tree that uh, has sprouted before me. I'm going to try to elaborate on those branches in future episodes. So that's all I have for day uh, for today. <laughs> Join me on the next uh, MetaShift podcast. I'll leave it here. <laughs>